The Big Shiny Robot Podcast is brought to you by the Bohemian Brewery. This is Tyson. This is John. This is Rebecca. This is Nick. This is still Tom. This is Lucas. And you're listening to the Big Shiny Robot Podcast. That Spider-Man game, I want to talk about that in random. I know you guys already talked about it, but... Oh, we talked it to death. Let's talk about this more. But we're here to talk about your spooky October recommendations. Oh, boy. First episode of October. (laughs) (laughs) Scary laughter sounds after that. Shock Jock Podcast. (laughs) How many times do we have to do that for it not to become ironic and just... Start being annoying. Just part of what we do. Yeah, That's ironic. Just... I think it. I think the first time we did it, it actually crossed that line. Like it was funny, and then we fair, fair, it. yeah. Cool. Welcome to October, the scariest month of the year. Dumbest month of the year. You're uh, the dumbest month of the year. We're just gonna go ahead and ask Tyson to leave. Bye, Tyson. Well, no. Hey, uh, Tyson. What's your spooky recommendations? I don't have any because. Horror movies are dumb, and so is Halloween. I have a political agenda, and the agenda is for him to go. <laughs> I second the motion, Rebecca. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm here to be the antithesis of whatever you guys are going to talk about, because I hate everything to do with Halloween and spoopiness. Why? I just have never liked it. Way to get the podcast never. off on a negative start, hey, Tyson. I know, but now you guys get to come in and talk about and it. And attack you about it. And attack it. me about if it. You're, if you're in the bathroom in a lightning storm, and the power goes out, and it's scary, are you taking a spoopy? <laughs> Oh, do, can we take a revote on who has to leave? <laughs> I've been sitting on that for 20 minutes. <laughs> I thought about it. I was like, I'm not going to say it till the mics get turned on. Okay, so I'm going to start with my first question. What's everyone's biggest fears? Oh, Jesus Christ. Being buried alive. Okay. Like horror fears? Or life fears. Dying alone. <laughs> I was going to say, I don't want to get that dark. Yeah, getting buried alive has always sounded pretty awful. Yep. Like Kill Bill. Or what was that movie, that Ryan Reynolds movie? That oh, was just buried. a long panic attack just for me. Buried. Is that oh. the one where the guy like gets vengeance on the dude by like setting up a maze of stuff under the dude's house and ends up burying him alive? No, no, no that Ryan, movie was fucked. The Ryan Reynolds movie is just him buried alive yeah, for an hour and a half. Yeah. And then he dies. He's a contractor in no, Iraq and he gets he buried gets alive and they dies. try to kidnap his uh oh. they kidnap him and they try to <laughs> get a <laughs> ransom to his family. And yeah, spoiler alert, he dies at the end. <laughs> You think they're going to find him, but they find a different buried grave that someone already died in. Fuck. And they don't find him. Tyson, what's your biggest fear? Yeah. Scary shit. I, I couldn't watch that movie. It was um, awful. I don't, I, I don't know. I guess buried alive. That seems it's terrifying, right? Yeah. I mean, is there anything else? Well, just because, uh, you know, some like, I just remember like going down those late night rabbit holes on the internet, you know, about stories. And you hear about all those stories from... Before medical advances where people would get buried alive because they were just unconscious or something like that. And they and got that bell. And then they'd, yeah, they had to have put those bells in because they would find people with like scratch marks on the inside oh. of their fucking, and like their nails are gone because they were just trying to like scratch their way out of. So you start burying people with bells? Is that what they did? Yeah. yeah. So, they would... so that, yeah, they attach us, they attach us, they, there's a string in the coffin that goes up through the ground to a bell and you, ding, 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 yeah, you and then there's the... a gravekeeper. Who like would save, would be there at all times and be like, oh, I hear a bell, someone's alive, and go dig them out and save the day. Something tells me it wasn't that like peaceful sounding as you made it sound. Like, <laughs> not, <laughs> like, I, like the, I, the way, just like your tone of voice made it seem like the gravekeeper's like, oh, 
Let me just go real quickly. Just yeah. well, so we it's another Tuesday. See, Tom and I went to go see The Nun, and that's oh. like a plot device in yeah. The Nun. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I actually really liked that movie. It wasn't scary, but it was cool. It was, yeah, it wasn't scary. Well, it was fine. Until I woke up at 4 o'clock in the morning thinking The Nun was in my closet. Then that movie got real scary real quick. What? Uh, what's the first, like memory that you have of like some form of media being like absolutely terrifying i like where this is going buried alive there's a movie and i don't remember the name of it but basically the whole plot of the movie is this guy this one dude kills this guy's wife so for vengeance he like somehow gets the guy to leave for an extended period of time and the guy is a contractor and he rebuilds the guy's house into a giant trap system that ends with him getting buried alive it's fucked up I feel like the theme of this podcast is Tom being a friend, being very loud. <laughs> but, like I saw that movie when I was like seven, probably, and ever since then, that's like my biggest fear. Can you repeat the question? What's like the first piece of media that you remember, like movie or TV show that you remember being like absolutely Blair Witch Project? Uh, I would say for me it was Are You Afraid of the Dark? Okay, well, that's yeah, what I got into when I was a kid. Kind of like was scary. They're bringing no, they already brought that back, right? They're bringing back uh, Fright Fright Night. Because uh, that's what got me into reading. No, they're bringing all those. back Are You Afraid of the Dark? But they're bringing back another one, too. The one with the Creepkeeper. Creep show, oh, maybe? Uh, Tales from the Crypt. Tales from yeah. the Crypt, yeah. And that Shyamalan. Yeah, it's, that uh, got me into watching a lot of those shows and reading those books. And then, are yeah, those the books Blair the ones that they're, they're always all white and always have like a creepy sketch? No, those are scary front. stories. Oh, yeah, I read that those. shit used to freak me out. Oh, just looking yeah. at the cover of those. <laughs> we used to read those, <laughs> those all the time in elementary school. Do you guys remember reading the one where the dude went to like Mexico and brought back a dog, but it was just a giant hairless rat? I think that's just a myth. It was the worst. It was in that book of stories. Oh, was it? It was like the worst. I was so annoyed. I remember being. being (laughs) I was so annoyed. You're like, like, that's not scary. That's a tale of love and rescue. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Mm. Uh, Chucky and Mars Attacks for me. Let's go down this Mars Attacks. Mars Attacks. There was a trailer for Mars Attacks before Space Jam. And I remember watching the trailer for this movie and just getting hyped up to see Michael Jordan play some basketball with some Looney Tunes. And uh, there's <laughs> the a trailer. There's a trailer for Mars Attacks, and I was horrified. <laughs> to this day, I have a hard time watching Mars Attacks. So you've seen not it? Not just because it's. A, I've seen it. Not yeah. just because it's a bad movie. No, it's just the aliens are scary. That's fair. There's a. <laughs> yeah. No. See, I don't like. I don't like it. I don't like it. They made a couple Mars Attacks. So that was based off a comic book. Mm-hmm. And then after the movie, they did some prose books. And I read those and must have been junior high or something. And those aren't campy at all. Those are very serious horror. And they were terrifying. Jeez. Yeah, fuck off. No. You should read those. Uh, I'll okay. find my copy. <sighs> I think Blair Witch Project was the last time I was like really scared, like really fun. Because it was like back in the days of the internet where... You could get one pulled over on you, and they—it was the first movie of its kind because they released all those fake newscasts and right. mm-hmm. all that viral marketing stuff. It was kind of like you know the first thing to do anything like that and hit uh, Lucas's mom, fucking pulled us all in hook, line, and sinker with this shit. <laughs> Sounds like a thing she'd do. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that was pretty awful. That's probably why you don't like scary movies or Halloween's. No, I'll I go like back sc- to Blair Witch. I don't—I've talked about it before. I don't like scary movies because I can't get in the right frame of mind for it ever. I think they're all just stupid and ridiculous. Oh, I want to hmm. get you in a room to watch Hereditary. Mm-hmm. I'll watch anything, and I'll just sit there and stare at the screen, and just be like, "This is dumb." I Hereditary movie that. night, then let's do yeah. it. Yeah, fuck yeah! I'd love to see it. I haven't watched it yet. It's really good. Ooh, what are we doing right now? Let's go. Is it out? Uh, I—I I mean, I have. Yeah, it is out actually. 
just saying. I'm just saying, let's stop the podcast going on. Because that's like, that was the last movie that actually gave me a fright. A fright. A fr- and the ending is, I thought it was really fun too. It, yeah. Like, I, it's one of those movies where, like, I find, I think about it every day. And then when I, when I lay, That's healthy. when I lay in it's bed like at night, Passion of the Christ and Hereditary. <laughs> when I lay in bed at night and I'm like, dang, that movie was really scary. And then I think about all the scary bits of it. And I'm like, oh, I guess I'm not sleeping now. Ugh. Yeah. I'm logging into Plex to see if it exists. Maybe I'll wait until Daniel's back in town before I watch it then. Oh, it's so spooky. It's that spooky. So she oh, can hold your hand? Hereditary movie yeah. night. I am down. Tom's wife hated it. She didn't like it? Mm-mm. Mm-hmm. Not because it was scary, but because she like there were like a lot of stories that never get wrapped up, and it was very chaotic. And she I was like, "There were a lot of stories that never get wrapped so up." It's like she, she Patrick's like they were podcast. To oh, this, <laughs> boom! Where's Patrick? I don't know. Shots fired. Things that don't wrap. Yeah, up. where is Patrick? He I'll said he had a new episode yeah. ready to go last week. I miss Patrick. Me too. Patrick. Anyway, speaking of recommendations, mm-hmm. what's what are some movies that you like? For the 31 days of Halloween. Let's start with Tyson so we can go up from there. What are your spooky Halloween get you in the mood? Or what do you get put through every Halloween that you tolerate more than other things? Minnie's Halloween Princess Castle. Oh my gosh, I got to watch so much Mickey Mouse House of Villains. Like, Edith loves Halloween, so. No, Um. Edith loves (laughs) Mickey Mouse. She loves how well no because she's been watching like uh, there's a Alvin and the Chipmunks Actually, werewolf yeah your daughter really likes scary things yeah because when I was over at your house we watched Coraline mm-hmm. and she picked Coraline and I'm like this might be kind of scary oh and we were watching an episode of the Ninja Turtles and yeah. I don't remember what it was but it was kind of like scary and I'm like why are you like this she's like I love it yeah and then we watched Coraline <laughs> and she's like invested yeah. in Coraline she is all about the scary stuff. Mm. Um, I don't know. My required October viewing. Wait, is this I, the daughter that demands a hug when you come over? Yeah. Weird. Um, she's trying to figure out where to stab you. <laughs> right? She's just like feeling she's for find, the organs. She's finding the organs in the soft spots. So this yeah. is the rib. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I always watch all three Ghostbusters every October. Like, I just feel like that's like October required viewing. It's good fall viewing too. Yeah. it take place in the fall. Yeah. It's good for that. Mostly those three. Uh, I, uh, Tiff and I watched it. She claims she's never seen it, but I, I swear I watch it every October. Is that Johnny Depp Sleepy Hollow movie? Oh, that's a good one. I like oh, that. She was talking about that on, I, our, we, on our run last was week. Was she? She was like, we watched this movie, Sleepy Hollow. Yeah. <laughs> um, I really like that movie for some reason. I don't, I've just always liked it. Because it's good as fuck. Yeah. I remember seeing that. Because I think we all went and saw it with Jenny and everything. Yeah. Yeah. I think we saw it in theaters together. Yeah. But uh, so funny. I really like that one. So... I don't know. I, I don't. I might. I don't mind a good creepy movie if it's more about the story than the scares. Like because mm-hmm. the scares just. I don't care. So you would like um, Red Mountain Ghosties. We were talking about it before the Mandy? show. No, uh, the Gothic story. Crimson. Crimson Peak. Yeah. Mm. Oh, Tucker and Dale versus Evil. Mm. Love good that. One. That's oh, a good one. Love That's that one. Every October. You've seen oh, yeah. Cabin in the Woods, right? No. It's oh, a- what? No. You like that? You'd like I, that I, I keep yeah. hearing. I need to. Especially being as cynical as you are oh, with horror man. movies, you'd yeah. like it. Cabin yeah. in the Woods is great. Without that. spoiling the, any of the. Yeah. Movie. Maybe Tiff well, and I will watch it. Chris Hemsworth is in it. Come on. Uh, okay. All right. <laughs> yeah, I'll try is. to watch it this weekend because I, I have been told over and over and over again, like, I need to watch that. Joss so. Whedon, Drew Goddard. Yeah. Good. Yeah. I like them. Okay. 
Okay. I'll check it. But those are, so I don't know. So I, I'm not a total humbug about it, but as far as like horror movies, like The Nun, holy shit, you guys, that movie looked so fucking stupid from the trailers. Well, it was. What the fuck? See, and I liked it, but I have a low, I have like a low tolerance, or high tolerance. So it's like, basically, especially with religious horror, religious horror always gets me, so. I don't, like, I've been going, I've been trying to watch every horror movie on Netflix and I've seen some doozies. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, so, like, so those are nun, some pretty deep cuts so on Netflix. The Nun to me is just like, so speaking of doozies, and I don't know the name of it, but Anna was watching one and like the whole, I came in just at the ending and the ending was like this voice was talking to a guy and then his wife was giving birth to a demon baby that this demon was bringing. It was real bad. <laughs> oh, the first That's Saw movie. I like the first Saw. The first Saw movie's good. The very first one, yeah. Yeah. I love, I love that one. Then before bad. it gets torture porny. Yeah. Like, I don't like any of the other ones. I just like the first one, like little indie film. Hmm. Yeah. It was. Andrew's the same way. He doesn't like horror films, but like he really likes Saw. He also, I like, I he think also thrillers really liked, are what they're called. Like he, thrillers is kind of. Yeah. What, he also what I really to him liked as. the Baba Duke. Mm, that's a good one. He uh, doesn't. He describes uh, it. He's like. He's like. I don't like scary movies because they make me feel anxious. And I'm like, well, that's like saying you don't like comedies because they make you feel good. Yeah. That's the thing. Like, I get the appeal of horror movies to people who like horror movies. I understand that. It's just. It's just not my bag. That's fair. That's that's all it is. Like. I don't like I think horror movies are dumb personally I don't think you're dumb if you like horror movies if that makes sense sure. it's, not, it's not what I heard <laughs> <laughs> I don't Lucas. know what are your what are some of your guys's yeah Lucas what are what Ugh. you got I mean so some of them you guys have heard me rant on before I think at the top would be the thing I think that's mm. probably mm. one of the best movies of all time uh anything that's a creature feature a lot See, of times I'll like, get sucked into the thing is really good because like I, I don't I find that more thrilling than scary. But it is a horror movie. Like it's, it might be a different genre. Of yeah, I, yeah, it's a creature yeah, I guess feature, so. Yeah. yeah like. So so maybe like horror is like the overarching area, and there's a bunch of subtags. I was like, yeah. So I like to picture it as there's an umbrella, okay. and then there's like thriller, like creature feature thriller. Like me personally, I really like psychological horror movies. Mm. Mm. So. So maybe that's the thing. It's not that I don't like horror. It's that I only like one specific niche of mm-hmm. horror. Because sure. you know? like, I like I won't watch torture. Sam porn stuff like the Hills yeah. Have Eyes and all that. Yeah, I'm not. See, in the Hills Texas Have Eyes. Massacre, those just aren't my thing. See, and those I don't view as torture porn. Those are more thriller slash like yeah, one from the baddie yeah, versus the like hostile. Thriller. Or I guess, like, have you seen uh, Cannibal Holocaust? I have not seen Cannibal oh, Holocaust. Oh, that is tor- you want torture porn. I don't. I don't. Oh, <laughs> Eli Roth at his best. Oh, jeez. So I, I think for me, it's more the. And maybe that's like zombie movies are the exception. I don't like people on people horror films i don't think that's as interesting but mm-hmm. when it's people against that in real life yeah it's like okay <laughs> this probably happens but people up against like poltergeist is one of my all-time favorites and where oh, poltergeist is good it's a great steven spielberg movie he didn't direct it but he produced it so he basically directed it sure. um those kinds of movies uh yeah poltergeist creature features some zombie movies zombie movies can turn into like gross out gore porn mm-hmm. pretty quick yeah, uh, the mist has always been one of my favorites. Uh, the mist is the great. Mist is great. I'm trying to think. Yeah, the poltergeist will be on there. I'm trying to think of some of the ones I was gonna have. Watch with Daniel. I didn't care for the Babadook. Everybody was sure. crazy over it, but I really liked it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I liked it. I I personally don't go crazy over the Babadook, but like, yeah. What would you classify that as? Because those kinds of LGBT. Well, I know it was like <laughs> the whole thing was supposed to be a what is it, allegory for 
depression for grief and, and grief. Yeah. yeah. But the for me, when it's somebody stuck in a house, there's something going on. You don't know what it is. And then there's some form of a twist as to what that is. And if it's a monster, if it was really this person all along or like the others where like spoiler alert, they were all yeah. ghosts. I'm just like, I don't fucking care. Get out of the house. Go I do really, something. I do really like ghost stories and like paranormal stories if they're done well. Like The Conjuring, I think was super duper. Yeah. Yeah, I thought The Conjuring was pretty good. But then there are like, I've seen plenty of like ghost stories on Netflix movies and I'm like, well, these are fucking stupid. The one movie that actually stuck, one of the like scary movies that actually stuck with me was Paranormal Activity. Mm. Like that movie, I have to sleep with the TV on or like the radio on. Really? Because of that movie. Yeah. So what is, because because I had the exact opposite, like that movie bored the fuck out of me. So what was it about Paranormal Activity that got you? Um, Because it's, feels real and like when i was reading about it the director he wanted to make a movie based off of like you know when you are in bed at night and you hear the house settling or you hear pipes moving like and you're like just is it the house moving or is someone fucking in my house Mm -hmm. like plays off of that type of fear and so that has always stuck with me and and like there's like the three alternate endings to paranormal activity and they're all scarier than Mm. the original ending and so I don't know. That movie has just always stuck with me. It's fact. I'd like. Uh, I just every time, like, I, when I watch that movie, I'm like, just leave the fucking house. Yeah. Just, <laughs> no, it'll like, follow you. Fucking, the demon. It follows you. Oh, I know, it's but you don't. The family. But you don't find that out till later in the movie. Like, so like the first part of the movie, I was sitting there watching, just like, just fucking leave. Just I would fucking <laughs> leave. Speaking <laughs> of horror movies that are amazing, Tyson's like ten minutes in. Well, we're out. Yeah. <laughs> just like every movie, like I pass judgment in the first ten minutes and then like change my mind. <laughs> I, I, so I would add into the mix too. Macabre movies are fun. I don't think we mentioned any like uh, the Hellboy movies, Constantine. Oh yeah, those are yeah. great. Yeah. It's a good time to watch that stuff too. I, I actually, I, I don't know. I'm probably gonna get strung up for this. I enjoyed the uh, Constantine with uh, Keanu Reeves. Yeah, yeah it's, I thought that's a good movie. Yeah, I thought it was fun. And again, like mm-hmm. that macabre, like yeah, yeah, like that stuff is great. I, I well, love kind of like Indiana Jones to a certain extent, where you're you're going through mythology and weaving it in with characters that yeah. are kind of yeah. jaded I mean, to it. Yeah, I like the Underworld movies just for that reason as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, what we do in the shadows would be a fun one to watch. Oh, oh yes. fucking love that. So movie. good. Yes. Fucking love that. I want Tiff to watch it so bad, but she so good. She does not. Like, I don't think she connects with the British humor very well. Mm. Like, because I've tried to get her to watch other things kind of in that vein. And But it, what if we told her it's New Zealand? <laughs> yeah, did, did she like Thor Ragnarok? She did. Same well, then she'd yeah. like what we do on the shadows. Same dude. I don't, I, we, well, we started uh, Hunt for the Wilder People. Mm. Well, that's a lot and she, different. Yeah. That's yeah, a good that's one. True. That's less camp, like tongue in cheek and more just heartfelt. Like, oh. Yeah. yeah. Sam Neill. Good old Sam Neill. Tom, mm. what's your movies? All of them. Oh, um, so <laughs> I, do, I have like down. a whole like ox, like fall ritual. I'm actually completing part one. Oh, uh, so I listen to the Black Tapes podcast all the way through. False. Part one is he goes to the store and gets all the pumpkin spice stuff. That is true. But we did that late this year. We did that oh, okay. yesterday. Oh, okay. um, right. I but, don't understand why you're such a PSL I type guy. I fucking love it. I don't. It's just like whatever is in my taste buds are just like, yo, sure. dog, we love this pumpkin. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, we, we go to we go to Trader Joe's and spend a stack of cash on everything pumpkin flavored. 
And then you, you listen to this podcast. They set aside for the, mm-hmm. the, the whole year. And then the first half of September rolls around like, hey, we've saved up X amount of dollars to go to Trader Joe's. It's like people have, have some people budget for Christmas. They budget oh, for yeah. PSL season. Like you think we're joking, but we legit went yesterday and got we got pumpkin chips, pumpkin salsa, pumpkin cookies. Oh, I saw it all Yeah, yeah. We, we spent like a good chunk. Um, like $100? So yeah, it, like it was four? like 60 bucks. Oh, cool. For their cool. first trip. Yeah, right. Yeah, for week that's, one. That's not to mention what we spend at Starbucks and or like any time we go to Harmons and get pumpkin cookies. Anyway, so we pumpkin do that. Pumpkin cookies are delicious. Pumpkin um, cookies are good. Fucking yeah. awesome. Uh, so we listen to Black ta- Black Tapes. I listen to Black Tapes podcast. It's can't be a toky, but I like I it. The first season, I didn't really like get involved See, in the second season. I feel like the second and third are better because they actually push a story forward. Like the first mm-hmm. season kind of meanders, and after listening to it, this is my third time listening through it. The first season has quite a few like weird. Uh, plot holes and like mm-hmm. like like there's there's literally a moment in this show where they're they say oh man you have to go to this small town in portland maine and then the next sentence they're like so we went to the town in oregon and you're like wait a fucking second <laughs> so there's some like the first season they're kind of catching Oops. their their rhythm but two and three i really dig because they just kind of like go off the fucking conspiracy deep end mm. um so i do that and then we just watch a ton of movies like all the evil deads yeah, including oh. the remake, I feel like are the, totally the remake valid. is so. Good. I still haven't it's seen amazing. the remake. Oh. Yeah, I haven't seen the remake. I have it on Blu-ray. Oh man, the remake it. is so good because it's all wanna, practical effects. I yep. saw the eyeball thing in the trailer. I was like, I don't, oh. or the tongue thing. Yeah. I saw the yeah. tongue thing in the trailer. I'm like, I can't watch this. Oh, the remake is so good. Like where it's raining blood and she's like humping the chainsaw through the demon's yeah. face. Oh, it's fucking great. Mm. Um, it's so, so watch, good, you it's guys. Incredible. Um, what else do we watch? We watch all the Halloween movies. Like we really like those. Even the Rob Zombie remake is. Not as good, but it's acceptable. Yeah, it's a bit long, but I want to ask you a different question. Sure, because you you said all the things, so it sounds like the shorter answer. Like, what kind of horror movies don't you like? I don't. I don't like torture porn. So, like, I don't watch like Hostel. I don't like the Saw movies. Mm. Um, Even though I love James Wan as a director, yeah, I just don't like Saw. I don't like Hostel. I don't like. I actually uh, House of Wax. Like that that movie, Paris Hilton. Yeah, because there's a scene where someone's Achilles gets cut. Oh yeah, that's, oh, so that's why I can't watch Pet Cemetery. Ah, uh, okay. Yeah. Which I I don't think I've seen Pet Cemetery, which is weird. Don't don't watch it. Okay. If that's not your bag, Achilles tendons. See, and it's not Achilles tendons, but it's specifically the way that one is cut because it was like wire cutters or something. Yikes! Oh. Yeah, it's real fucked up. Um, that's about it. I'm pretty much game for anything else. I don't view The Hills Has Eyes as a torture porn. Hmm. It's more of like a monster runaway. Same with like Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Like, yeah, there is some violence, but it's not like showing tons of violence against people there's a lot of cutaways and it's just the what's how they're dying so i'm fine with that are you gonna go see the new halloween yes the trailer oh, looked pretty good oh, it looks yeah. so good jamie lee curtis gunning down michael myers <laughs> i can't <laughs> fucking wait yeah i'm on board mm-hmm. danielle was pretty stoked on the trailer is it like, a have you seen the other or ones? is it a continuation, it's a continuation of her story okay yeah so basically the because she's like no, why, no, no, you... your, why isn't your house like like panic roomed all over the place. Michael's coming, and her daughter's like, "Fuck off, mom!" And then Michael comes back, and she's like, I "Fucking told you." <laughs> yeah, it looks great. Got this booby trapped house. Yeah, and Drag Me to Hell's really good. Oh, I love Drag that Me to Hell. Good. That's yeah. a classic. Yeah. Even though it's not like 1980s, I feel like at this point it's a classic. Yeah. Sam Raimi. Yeah, I really Raimi liked it. Really follows good. a lot. Oh it man, follows it is follows amazing. was good. I those are my favorite kind of horror movies where it's like you don't know anything about it, just go watch this. Yep. Let's like. So we've talked a lot about like movies and there's a ton of movies out there, but like what besides movies, what other forms of media do you, so like for me, um, 
Jurassic Park, the book, is actually pretty scary. Yeah. Yeah. Michael Crichton stuff is kind of scary. Michael Crichton stuff is pretty yeah. scary. Like, hmm. it's a sphere. Is that the one where they're underwater and mm-hmm. they find, like, yeah, that one was mm-hmm. a pretty scary book. So you want to talk about other mediums? Yeah. And, like, I, so, like, I recently, to get ready for the Netflix show, read all of the Chilling Adventures of Sabrina. Pretty spoopy. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I'm going to read that today. It's actually pretty good. I would say, I, Tom, I'm going to talk to you on this one. The Resident Evil. Yeah. Playing that for the first time was the first, Ooh. like, oh, wow, video games can now be officially scary yeah they're um whichever call of duty it was that has the zombie level at all the of end. them now yeah the first one like three. that fucked me up for whatever reason just like an endless horde of zombies coming at you like i can't play zombie video games now we should left get, for dead was like that's, that, that's, that's what we should get together and play left for dead oh man left for did that you ever game. play that so there's like a zombie game. I can't play zombie games. You'll play it. There's it's a zombie game, but then they have the, these four special zombies and the mother and that the witch or the witch Ooh. is what it is. So when you're going through a room, you'll it's just kind of she's just hanging out like she's crying. muttering there's and like crying a to herself. Girl just like crying. But if you run into her or bump her or make any noise around her, she starts screaming and just jumps on you. No, I don't like, like that. Crazy yeah. jumps on it's you, creepy. and then all the zombies come after you. Mm, I, I, I like forgot that. about that game. That was a Left fun game. That's a spooky Super game. Fun. I watched, um, I watched a playthrough for one of the newer Resident Evil games that's like at a like a swampy type house. Probably four. Or maybe it's the new RE. Is it seven? No, it was like, because I watched it I last year. I didn't play past four. So I think it was seven. Because oh. oh, that, that, that's But it's like a, like a hillbilly family. That one, it was kind of scary. They're yeah. pretty spooky. Resident yeah. Evil, and it, they kind of alternate between like scary and action. Like five and six, I heard were more action based. I thought four was kind of a good blend of action and horror. And camp, like hardcore, yeah. just schlock. Yep. Um, have you guys played? Uh, it's the Bethesda game, and I love it. Evil Within. Is that the? It's a fucking great. It's kind of Resident Evilly in the controls and stuff. What was that it's one all on? about? Like the mine is on PS4. Oh, okay. No, no. I was thinking some old. It's uh, well, they're really good. I haven't played the second one yet, but the first one was fucking great. What's it about? So the whole idea is, you're a cop and you go to this insane asylum where somebody's escaped, and you find out that they're doing like mental experiments on people, and they they have this machine where they plug humans in and they network their brains and send them into like a mind world, and so the guy that's like killed everybody at this mental hospital you're in his mind world and he's just like fucking running amok and so he's got this crazy fucked up horror world you're trying to get through to stop him to find your partner it's hmm. i i like there is a mixed bag you either loved it or you hated it i was in the loved it camp that's that sounds interesting that sounds like something yeah. i want to play it's pretty fun it's and it's 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 it has scary moments but it's not a lot of jump scares it's more like the action scares where you've got to stop the monsters and they're coming after you and there's a mm. few creepy um last of us yeah that was like amazing story but then just scary that was Mm. especially the clickers yeah when you were low on ammo it was just like all right well and you're creeping through dark watery areas i don't know you hear is yeah through salt lake you know through the underground tunnel that we have yeah (laughs) that that game stressed me out yeah i can't wait for part two it didn't stress me out was what was the name that game in space dead space dead space i still need to do three oh those are great games i did not like I know you guys loved them. The I first one was like anything. the first and the second one were the best. The second one I think was my favorite. It was the right mix of like horror and action, and then the third one was fun, but it was like the thing, but as an action movie. Yeah, the Bioshock games. Bioshock's good horror. Um, uh, so this mm-hmm. isn't really mm-hmm. horror, but I play. I, pr- I try to replay Castlevania during October. Um, either like Symphony of the Night or Curse it's not of the horror, Night or... but it's it's vampires. It, yeah, and it's, it's the macabre, and yeah. like 
this year, October 26th, yeah, yeah. season two of the Castlevania cartoon drops, so y'all know where I'll be, because that shit is good. <laughs> I'll have to check that out. Do you have out. to know anything about... Nope. So it's like good entry level. <laughs> they give you they give you all the ba- they give you enough backstory to understand Dracula's motivations. They introduce you to Alucard. The cool thing too is they change the story a little bit, which actually makes it more believable. Because the whole the whole Dracula legend is right, or the core Dracula legend is that he falls in love with a woman. There's a war. The woman dies, and in his anguish, he swears off God, and that's how he becomes the undead. That's how he becomes Dracula. Is his in his loss of his wife, he swears it off. In the opening of this, he's already a vampire. He's already Vlad the Impaler. He falls in love with a human woman who's interested in sciences, who then gets burned as a witch by the church because... Science. Because he science. Science and ladies. And then he Women. goes fucking ham. And it's like, there's a scene where they're celebrating the one-year anniversary of Dracula returning because he come, came to them and said, you have one year to get the fuck out. And in one year, I'm coming back and you're all dead. And it's the one-year anniversary, and he hasn't come, so they're celebrating, right? And oh, you watch this oh. giant flame wall with Dracula's face, and it appear over the church and just decimate the city. Oh, and that's like the first fucking or second episode. It's so good. I'll have to check it out. It's got great Metal. speeches. There's a speech about how God doesn't exist in a church while a vampire's like ripping a priest in half. It's, it's right up my alley. <laughs> um, I'm glad that it worked out. I want to go back to Sabrina, though, because they're doing a Netflix show, right? Yeah. And that's kind of what's rekindled interest in the comics a little bit. Or the comics feed. Is it this. Netflix? I thought it was CW. Maybe it's CW. And then it's C- No, CW passed. Like, CW did pick it up, but they were like, nah, nah, nah. and so it went to Netflix. So is it still in the same universe as Archie or whatever? It's the same producer, same show creator as Riverdale. Right. Is it going to be Riverdale-y? Fuck, I hope so. So, like, <laughs> there's just like a teenage dude with the shirt off walking around with a six pack. Which, by the way, I caught up on Riverdale this week. Oh, beautiful. It's so bad. <laughs> anyway, you and your trash shows. Ah, uh, yes. But, um, I think one of the reasons that the show also went to Netflix was so that they could incorporate more of the comic book elements mm. because <laughs> it's pretty hardcore. Like, it, like, it's all about, like, they worship Satan and reject the light and, like, worship the Dark Lord. And um, it's all about, you know, when Sabrina turns 16, she, uh, like, signs herself over to worshiping only the Dark Lord and becomes a wife of the Dark Lord. And um, makes her pact. and Yeah, and there's Baphomet. And, like, it's pretty cool. Well, because I think, <laughs> I think, like, that's the one thing about, because... I watched Sabrina the Teenage Witch, right? Like, I think most of us did, or maybe I was the only one. No, I watched no, it. No, I liked, watched it. I really liked when they would, like, do the little, like, referencing back to, like, the witch universe that everybody lived in. Mm-hmm. Like, they'd go through the closet and end up in Witch Town or whatever. But it always, like, as somebody who, like, dug the occult stuff, was always, like... Like, they were very, very... They definitely avoided the fact that, like, as a witch or a warlock, like, you had a demon you were... And the comic books are hardcore occulty. Cool. So, and I think that's what they're leaning into with the TV show. Because, like, you can... They've seen it in the promo art for it. Like, there is a goat and there's some, like, occulty stuff. And Hmm. I think it's going to be a lot darker than we expect. Cool. That's good. I'm very excited. Does that come out? Sometime this month. Dope. Noise. There's actually another Netflix show coming out I'm really amped for. It's The Haunting of Hill House. Yeah, what? Um, I keep seeing that pop up. So if it's what I think it is, and I haven't done any research to back this up, but there's actually already two movies this is about. So there's Legend of Hill House, which is like a 1960s black and white. A, I actually watch it every year. It's a really great horror movie. Super like standard issue, like plot driven 60s horror movie with 
not really ghosts. Shit falls off the walls and you can see the wires type of thing. Um, <laughs> but then they redid it with Luke Wilson. No, not Luke Wilson. Owen Wilson? Probably Luke Which Wilson. Which one says wow? Wow. Owen. 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 So Owen Wilson then. <laughs> Which um, one says wow? Which one says wow? <laughs> one, yeah, so it's, it's, it is Owen Wilson. And it's actually the woman from The Conjuring that gets possessed. She's in it. Vera Farmiga? I think so. Yeah, yeah. The wife? Yeah. Yeah. Yep, so she's in it. So And they did a remake, and it was pretty good. A hmm. um, little less horror, more action. But then this looks like it's like a series of that, which is cool. So the whole premise is like there's this old house, and somebody dies in it, and there's ghosts, and then they have to go fucking deal with it. And it's more of the idea, like the Rose Red stuff, where it's not there's a ghost in here. It's like, no, this building is fucking evil. Mm. Nice. Which is kind of fun. That sounds pretty red. Oh, the other one that I watch every year. Frighteners? Yep. Oh, <laughs> I was right shocked that nobody said it. Yeah, I'm just waiting for someone to yeah, say that movie. Frighteners, man. Fucking Frighteners. Oh, I watched Fright Night. I watched the remake of it for the first time last year. That. That's fun. That's the, one in, the remake's the one in Vegas, right? With David Tennant and yeah. Colin Farrell. That was fun. I liked the remake of Fright Night. But what do you guys like? You listeners, tweet at us. At Big Shiny Podcast on Twitter. Yeah, you actually should. So, like, Anna and I will watch <laughs> literally fucking anything you tweeted us. Yeah, because I need more recs. I'm trying to watch everything, every horror movie on Netflix when I'm, who it's running thin. So. I can't remember who it was on Twitter, but somebody dropped, like, a fuckload of horror movies they like, either on Facebook or Twitter. And we literally screenshotted all of them and been going through watching them. Nice. So. So, tweet at us. Let us know. Before we wrap up, I want to plug the oh, yeah. art show. Yes. So I'm going to forget if I don't. So October 20th, which is after this, comes out, I think. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Okay, cool. Perfect. Is that a Sunday? Saturday. Saturday. Okay, I'll be here. So yeah, October 20th, it's a Saturday. Uh, we're putting on an art show called Misplay Showcase. We're putting it on with some other folks. We're going to be featuring, I'm trying to figure out the best elevator pitch for this, featuring lots of different kinds of art. So we'll have comic book artists like Bill Galvin and J.J. Harrison. We're going to have some urban street art. We're going to have... Megan Mitchell, the Baki style, they're going to be bringing some of their toy stuff uh, and their jewelry stuff that they make. We'll have some prop guys there. So there'll be artists selling their stuff that you can come hang out with. But then we're also going to try to do workshops throughout the day to where for an hour you can go hang out with Bill in the conference room there and get to learn about how he gets an Archie project and what that looks like and what the process is. Or Colton and Joe are going to sit down and say, when I built this proton pack to make it the most screen accurate, this is how we reverse engineered um, so like the new movie, they just started figuring out the guns and they did that based off of one measurement they could figure out off of a part and then reverse engineered it from there. So anyhow, lots of little workshops. Uh, we're trying to get food trucks involved. I don't know if that'll happen. And then we're, the biggest thing of all is we're trying to raise money for charity. So we're going to have some hoodies there. We're going to have hopefully some art donated by the artists, do a little silent auction We'll be selling some Captain America pins and anything that passed the cost of what the event cost. Um, a portion of that is going to go to charity. We're, I think we're shooting for a thousand bucks is our humble goal. You know it's a thousand bucks. Yep, it's going to be for the Children's Justice Center. So they help out kids when bad things happen to them or bad things happen to their family. When kids need justice. Yep. You need to bring me my pins, by the way. Yes. Did you pay me for those? Okay. As long as I didn't, <laughs> I told you I would bring me the things that I, I haven't paid for. No, as long well, as I don't I'll, forget. Because I pay for them once you bring them. Everybody, I had, uh, I did a little pre-sell on the pins, um, and then completely bailed on actually following through on mailing was out. I'm sorry, nobody paid yet. So, but if anybody's interested in that, you can shoot me a direct message. So there's uh, event on Miss Play Showcase on Facebook, 
you can follow everything there. I think we've got a couple different social media things, but the Facebook event's going to be the biggest thing to follow for all the updates. It'll be a super top secret, which isn't like a clever me being cute. That's the name of this ad agency. <laughs> it's downtown by the beer bar and bar X. It's on Edison street by that record store. Diabolical. It's right next door. So anyhow, that's going to be the art show. October 20th, October 20th. This place showcase. We're all going to be there hanging out. There'll be arcade games too. Some arcade games that a local guy made cool. um, and programmed himself. Nice. So, lots of cool stuff. Check it out. Fuck yeah. Thanks for listening. This episode has been brought to you by the Bohemian Brewery, located at 94 East Fort Union Boulevard in Midvale, Utah. Please make sure to like and rate us on iTunes.